Welcome to The School Run. I'm Jane. And I'm Liv. And we are going to share with you the best conversations we have on our school run. We will invite guests and debate topics that affect and resonate with every generation. We all remember our own school run. So maybe have a think about yours. What do you remember? Hello and welcome to another episode of The School Run. As you know, we're doing an episode every single Monday. It gets released around 6am on all the major podcast channels. And we are really, really enjoying the feedback and the enjoyment that everyone is sharing with us. Today, it's an episode with just me and Liv, chatting about a topic that, or a few topics, um, that are part of our lives I was in the hairdressers the other day and um, my hairdresser, who I've been going to for over 20 years, said, do you know what? I'd really like to hear about what it's like being a step family. And I'd love to hear a little bit of about Ant's perspective on that, your husband and Liv's stepdad. So do you know what, guys? Here he is, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> it's Anthony James. Here I am. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Oh, wow. So he's coming to our office today, and although it's our chat, he's infiltrating it. And we're going to chat a little bit about us as our family unit and uh, the bit of the journey and Ant's career and what he does in his life and, and how, how it rolls in the James household. Absolutely. Let's ask the questions. How are you feeling about it? I'm a little bit excited and nervous at the same time. <laughs> I can see you looking a bit tentative. I'm not used to these sorts of uh, interviews, but let's no, go for it. Let's go for it. So um, I would normally officially um, tell the listeners who our guest was, but as this wasn't a guest episode, you're just sort of... You're just a person. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> You're uh, infiltrating our normal chat. Yeah. Um, you are a firefighter. Correct. And you also have a specialist role within the fire service. I do, yeah. What is that? Can you tell us a bit about it? So I have a split role. I am a firefighter and I've been for 23 years or so. And I work for Urban Search and Rescue, which is a specialist role within the fire service. And it's all... Um, government funded and very very high tech it's national disasters it serves uh, and very unusual events so when you see people on TV uh, maybe in earthquake zones as we have recently in Turkey uh, my crew uh, partly went out to Turkey to help to rescue people with the, the search dogs and such I perform that role but I do it for the UK nationally yeah and I always found it fascinating when we, we first got together that to be in your role, it's... I looked at the team of firefighters and I thought, wow, these are a brilliant set of men. I mean, you're a really strong team. You get on really, really well. Loads of camaraderie, loads of friendship, but you go into some really tricky situations. And to do that, they, they profiled you really he heavily, didn't they, to, to make sure that that team worked brilliantly when you first went in. So what, what was it like applying for the fire service? What's what's that kind of training like? And then the USAR bit, tell us a bit about that. Well, initially, when you when I first applied, a long time ago now, really, it's changed a whole lot since then. Um, it was very formal, very old-fashioned, very strict, regimented, like Royal Navy-based training. Um, I went for what's like a, they named it a pain day. 
you wouldn't be able to call it that these days, but it was called the pain day. And they put you through all sorts of physical exercises until you gave up, basically. And the last man standing got, person standing, sorry, got the posts. So I had three attempts at that and I, I failed twice before and felt quite dejected and I wasn't good enough. And on the on the third occasion, overcome um, the day and, and, and passed it successfully. Um, then we had... Um, a written aptitude test, dictation test, um, mathematical test, science test, uh, and then an interview, then a medical, and then I started recruitment and so on and so forth. And my first station that I was posted to was Fleetwood. Um, I did my probationary period at Fleetwood and then transferred locally to Chorley, which is close to where we live. Um, so I've been there for just over 20 years now. So you're classed as one of the old men? I am. A, I am. I'm not the oldest person though. The, the, I'm one of the younger ones still, but I am the longest continually serving firefighter at that station. Right. I'm quite proud of that, actually. Yeah, you should be. And also, it means that you've got lots of um, lots of experience of different situations because you go to all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And it's fascinating and it, it's unbelievable. Did you always want to be a fireman? Didn't really know what I wanted. What I Sorry, to be. firefighter. Yeah, firefighter. I didn't really know. Um, I left school and I went into arboriculture tree surgery. I did continue that for a while, didn't really want to do that forever. And my father was at, um, in the fire service and he had a chat and we discussed a bit and pushed me towards that direction. And I'm glad he did because I've enjoyed every minute of it. And like I said, well, 23 years later, I'm still in the profession, so... Yeah, so, and, and it's interesting, isn't it? What do you find fascinating about Aunt's job? I think Anything or nothing. <laughs> no, no, I do think it's really interesting. Like, some of the stories that you come home and tell us, I'm thinking, I don't really want to hear it. No. You were there, you dealt with it. Don't tell me, it's too frightening. But um, what I think is crazy is when Aunt's here, <clears throat> and, you know, we're all going to bed, he, he shuts every door, and he, like, turns off everything is like it's like imprinted in him i don't think he realizes he's doing it sometimes i wake up in the morning and i'm thinking i have to open every single door to get somewhere because they're all shut and i'm thinking oh <clears throat> but yeah i think it's like a fire risk or something is it i can't really well the, what's the what's the phrase do what i say not what i do i've got to do what i say because it's fire safety really so of an evening, the best thing you can possibly do in your household is to close all your downstairs doors because if anything, unfortunately, if anything did happen, then it stops the smoke travel and it protects your means of escape through your staircase and outside or if you're in a bungalow, whatever route you choose. So I suppose I, I do rule my life a little bit like I've been taught with work. It's a bit strange, really. But you never talk about it. You just do it. So I yeah. think that's an observation on Liv's part, but actually yeah. you've learnt through it because often... Maybe one night you've actually questioned him, why do you do that? I don't know. Did, did you? Did you have a conversation about it? I don't know. I just I just remember every morning when I wake up coming down and thinking, why is this door shut? <laughs> like, it just, it just doesn't, it just doesn't need to happen. It does. But it's, it's a very good reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah well. So, you know, now, now I understand. It's lesson, lesson learned. And when he's not here, you shut them all, don't you? I do actually now. Yeah, you do. Because I just copy him. <laughs> he's a wise. So rubbing off on you now. He's a wise man. So um, obviously we all live together. We've been together as a 
as a family for five years unconventional I guess or you know what's normal today I don't know but it's our normal um what let's talk about what happened when you first met Aunt Liv and the first night do you remember the first occasion of course we do yeah Aunt could never forget me it was one of my first <laughs> dates with Jane and Liv was sat at a table with a friend and you were both eating a curry it was actually a lamb curry and it was actually really good <laughs> <laughs> they smell good yeah. And I remember Aunt walked in, and um, I think was the first thing I said to you. I said, "You can call me Liv." Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Aunt. You can you can call me Liv. <laughs> Hi, Liv. <laughs> <laughs> so. And you have a great relationship. How's it? How's it developed? Now, <clears throat> now we do. At first, well, I mean, I didn't try very hard. Come on, to be look. honest. You got to be honest. Hey, I'm be- I'm being Cards very honest. Yeah. When I f- when. When I first met, well, not when I first met him, but obviously when you two, when I kind of knew you were together, um, I really, really didn't want to like um I just really didn't want because I want I wanted it to be my dad there, and and that's why, yeah, that that's why I'd, I I re- tried really hard not to like him. He'd done literally nothing. There's nothing that I could not liking for he'd literally not done anything wrong it was just me i just didn't want i just wanted it to be my dad which it it wasn't and it was never gonna be um and then i think we're we're on holiday at, at this caravan site and i was with my friend who also had a stepdad and she said to me "Liv, i was exactly the same when i first you know when my mum and my stepdad were first going out i just didn't want to like him because I wanted it to be my dad. But then she said to me, but do you know what? Like, literally now, I just couldn't see my life without him. And when I was listening to her, I was like, yeah, that's never going to happen to me. But that's literally what's happened. So, yeah, that's... There we go. Well, yeah. I can't be your dad, but I can be your best stepdad. Yeah, which you are. So That's nice. <laughs> and what did you always used to say to me, I'm just gonna be consistent. That was the word you used. What was your What was your psychology? Not psychology. It wasn't like you were working it all out. But how did you handle Liv's reluctance to accept us being together? Um, well, it, you just got to get to know people, and it takes time. And you have to understand that not everyone's going to like everybody else because we just all don't get on in the world, do we? But to be fair, if you're just yourself. And then you, you take nothing for granted, and and you and you and you, and you just don't do anything to an, antagonise, to wind anybody up. Just be yourself. What's the point in in rubbing someone up the wrong way, or or trying to get one over on someone because they you think they've got one over on on you if if they're being a bit cocky? Doesn't matter. Just have me brew and carry on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I I, th- I remember when. Um, we decided that we were going to move into your house and leave our house. I saw, I honestly, I really didn't want to move. I was like, I'm not moving. I don't want to move to this house because it's not my house. I just, I really didn't want to move. And, um, but I think the thing that made me change is I kind of just realised, first I realised that you weren't going anywhere because, you know, I didn't have my dad. He'd gone. And then, 
the relationship before you, which mum was in, which was very toxic, he then left. And I realised that you weren't going anywhere. And I also realised that you were making mum very happy. And I'd never seen mum that happy in a really long time. So that's when... Well, that works both ways because I feel the same about your mum as your mum does about me. We both make each other happy and we feel right. So that's why we got married and, yeah. and everything else. And, and for the record, I did ask you for permission oh, yeah, to marry you your mum. And that's over grandpa. Yeah. Do you know? Oh, I remember and, that. And one of our first, my first memories when you moved into to, to my house at the time, our house now, it was summer Easter time. I remember being in the garden and you had your music on and your window quite open and I found a really, really big galaxy. <laughs> galaxy. Can we say can we say branded names? Yeah, I don't know. It I was, don't know. It, it was, was dairy milk. It, it was, was dairy milk, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was a massive, massive bar of chocolate. It weighed a bit and it went I threw it from the garden through the window. The upstairs window. The upstairs window. I actually screamed. I thought it was a bird. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally just upstairs singing to music. And then this thing just came flying through my window. I was like, oh my God, what is it? And I looked out the window and thought, what are you doing? I nearly had a heart attack. Big piece of chocolate on the bed, yeah. Oh, honestly. That, yeah, was, that was funny, wasn't it? And the two of you, like, you do... Like, obviously, it's, it's a completely different relationship to the one you have with your dad, which is great. Yeah. But you do lots of stuff together. Like, what, yeah, we do. how did that all start? <laughs> like, even when we're on holiday and... Well, if you're on training runs... I'll push by to keep you safe on a training yeah. run if you're going running. Yeah, he won't. Like he won't I mean, you'll sometimes run with me. I need to do a bit now. But I think, it? yeah, I'm always like, I'm, come on, you just need to run with me. But I think I, I scared Anna a little bit because I remember it was a few years ago and I was going out and it was like right in the smack band mil, win, middle of winter and I think it was absolutely pouring it down. I said, Ant, come on, let's go for a run. He was like, but, but, but it's raining. It's raining, I'm going to get wet. And Just, I said... Well, for the record, <laughs> right, Ant has a bald head. <laughs> and it was that cold, I got ice cream head. <laughs> it was freezing cold. But, yeah, so now we just push bikes next to me, which which is very, it's, it's actually very fun. Even though I don't really talk, I'm usually listening to music, but... You know, I like going with somebody. So. And when we're on holiday, it's water netball type drills. Oh, it's also, do you know what? Table tennis, swimming in the sea, diving down for shells, whatever we can yeah. find. I think I think us two spend more time together than I spend with mum. Because we literally, because yeah. we like so much of the same things, especially when we're on holiday and mum's just, you know, chilling, trying to get a tan. And I'm like, come on, Aunt, let's go in the sea. Let's go and like search for sharks or something. Oh, I'm all for that. I can't sit still. <laughs> Yeah. And even at night, we we like the same kind of like TV programs, except for Top Gear, which are just which is an all from me. Yeah, but I've got to have something. But you love Top Gear, and Mum doesn't like any of the films we watch. So she goes to bed, and me and Aunt are just you know downstairs probably watching Adam Sandler Adam, films. Adam Sandler films, or or you know Dragons Den. Dragons Den. Big shout out to Stephen Bartlett <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> we, those the, we do watch those together. We watch The Apprentice. We watch um, Dragon's, Dragon's Den. Den. Yeah. Strictly, you love Strictly, don't you, Aunt? <laughs> Not. Not really. Well, oh, I do. I you do, do now do. that you're going dancing lessons. Yeah, Let's yeah. shout that out to the world. Uh, ballroom dancing, aren't we? Yeah. 
So, yeah, Jane and I are doing ballroom dancing lessons, which has gone down a storm at work. They're very interested, I have to say. Yeah, you do. Too, like, too when, interested, When probably. you're practising with one of your fire friends yeah. at work, you were teaching them, what was it, like the waltz Well, the boss, the boss wanted me to prove myself, so I danced him round the kitchen. We did the foxtrot. <laughs> Oh, that a is slow, so funny. A slow, a quick, quick slow. <laughs> but you, we will watch Strictly on a through the winter months, and we've got fires on, you know, homemade pizza, whatever. Sit down, snuggle down to watch Strictly. Yeah. Um, and you just spend the entire two hours on your phone because it's not your entire your headphones. Well, we'll watch it, and I do appreciate it, especially now we're doing the dancing lessons because it it, and it is a skill. I have to say, it's a great skill to have. And I think more people should try it. If you don't want to watch it, at least try it, and then you can say you've done it. If you go on a night out, or a special occasion, and you are able to dance, why not dance? You were nervous about it first, though, weren't you? You were thinking, yeah. Jane, why are you asking me to do this? <laughs> yeah. I'm a little bit of a Stone Age man, though. It's, <laughs> I'm not a techie guy. I don't like computers very much in modern technology. But why not? No, dancing's great. Now we've done it. I think it's wonderful. Yeah, we do. We do know you do. You're good at it as well. You've got rhythm. I didn't think you would have rhythm. You've got loads of rhythm. Oh gosh! Well, then there was the episode last November when you thought, "Oh, I'm working the weekend, Saturday, Sunday," and no, Friday, Saturday. I think you were working, so you would come out Sunday morning, and so you thought you'd got away with having to watch Strictly. Oh, but what I happened? Going here. Right. So I escaped Strictly, come dancing for one weekend, which is fine by me. <laughs> Went to work. We went and had a flat fire and I was the casualty carer and the lady who I was caring for was um, bedridden. So we, we made a save, put a kitchen fire out, kept her in situ. I was with the lady and she was watching Strictly Come Dancing. <laughs> so I was casualty care, I watched Strictly Come Dancing. <laughs> and then all the firemen are looking at me through the window, pointing and making a bit of fun. So... After my shift, I came home. Because they all knew that you were really delighted that you were working Saturday oh, night and not I'd, watching Strictly with they us. They thought I'd got away with not watching that. And anyway, I watched it with, with this lady. <laughs> to be fair, it was good as well. But the day afterwards, came home after after working and the girls exclaimed, oh, uh, we didn't watch Strictly this weekend, so we're watching it tonight. <laughs> so I watched it twice. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Well, I might have been on my phone for a bit of it actually, but yeah, yeah. super. What um, what do you remember about your school days, Aunt? What we asked because on this program, on this podcast, we like to chat about what school was like and teachers or mentors that have inspired you. What were your school days like? My school days started in nineteen seventy nine. Just, um, I was probably taken to school in a green mini traveller. Or a yellow Renault 5, I remember my mum having. <laughs> Radio 1 in the morning, uh, we used to listen to, and I would probably be listening to um, what, Madness, that would be on the radio then. Dire Straits, Money for Nothing, that would be a bit later on. Guns and Roses time, uh, Eurythmics. Can I say something right? Aunt knows a lot of really, really random facts, which is really good, right? Yeah. But like, if I'm just... We we listen we watch this um program called the Hit List which is like a music program which you they play a song and then you have to guess you have to guess the the song and the artist 
So I'll be sat there trying to guess the song and then and then it'll say the answer and Ant will go, oh yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> and I say, Ant, you have to say the song and the artist before they reveal the answer. You can't just say, oh yeah, I knew that when they say the answer. <laughs> and then he'll say, do you know that was releasing something, something, something and, and she married that guy and he's rich and he's on this programme and, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, that is so much information. <laughs> I like my 80s music, that, that, uh, that's my, my favourite really. I <laughs> like are, all sorts. I think you share a, a passion for music, the two of you don't, you're listening to... Um... Yeah, we're, I feel like we listen to everything. When uh, sometimes we come back, Ant's got a Land Rover and you know this is the noisiest car yeah. ever. Well it's 51 years old. 52 this year, 1971, it's yeah. a Series 2A. There you go, bit of detailed there you go. information. <laughs> yeah, detailed information. And um, no radio. No. So one night he picked me up from... I mean, I never let him take me all the way to school in this car because, you know, I just don't want to get out of it in front of school. <laughs> oh, I don't really like that. <laughs> and there's no radio, so he picked me up one night and I sang all the way back home which is like a 45 minute drive and we were just doing karaoke we were singing acdc we were singing tina turner we were singing michael jackson we were singing um living on a living on a prayer we were singing we're literally singing every single song and yeah we like we like that kind of music You make your own entertainment though when you've not got a radio, don't you? Oh yeah, and you come on, you love my karaoke. I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So going to school for me, like started in nineteen seventy nine, in different times than we are living in at the moment. Massively different back then. I can't believe how complicated life is now. And school was great. I used to like junior school, especially. We had a good teacher called Mr. Bellis. Um, he was quite sporty, and and I was in the football team at school. I remember, and um, never had any bad memories of, of junior school or, or or secondary school. Even that was quite good. And I think the the thing back then for me was I used to like cycling to school if I could. Not all the time, um, weather dependent. But my mum and dad gave me the freedom to cycle to school, and it was the best thing ever. I remember, they, they were good times. Yeah. School days were good days for me. I, I liked every, every one of them, really. What about subject-wise? Did you enjoy certain subjects, or was it the friendships and the... I was all right. I, did, I wasn't the best student ever. Um, I, I like my sciences. Um, my best subject, this is another controversial thing, um, back then especially, <laughs> probably isn't now, but I got... My best grade was home economics, was it? It was, it was. Oh, is this someone you told me you were the only boy in the class? I was the only boy in the class. You were, Was it like cooking or something? Home yeah, economics home is e- cooking, yeah, it's yeah. like food tech. Yeah, food yeah. Prep, it's the new food tech, yeah. So I, I did really well at that and I enjoyed that as well. Hey, and it's kind of paid off now, wasn't it? You can You've cook some good meals. You can cook, you know, it's a skill. <laughs> <laughs> and and if you can't cook at a fire station, you're in trouble. <laughs> That's true. So any particular teacher or mentor, not necessarily from school, but through life that's inspired you? Me. Um, <laughs> Come you, on, you, I, you know I inspire you. Every, do you know what? I teach you something new every single day. You <laughs> challenge me every single day. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll push you to your limits. Yeah, you definitely, definitely do. It's all good. It's no bad. It's all good. <laughs> I think an obvious person that inspires me is... Mrs. Jane James. <laughs> oh, oh, 
Honestly. Wow, well, I wasn't expecting. I'm I wasn't really expecting my name then, but it really wasn't. <laughs> well, you both do. You both do. But your mum, your mum is very inspirational, and lots of people will agree with that. I mean, you are sat facing the wall of certificates, which is about twenty certificates on. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. I wanted a teacher more. No. Teacher. No, she's no, your, no. she's your mentor. <laughs> <laughs> no, your mum teaches me diplomacy, the ability to listen, let people speak, give them their time. If they're gonna complain, let them tell me what they are having to complain about. I'll listen. Maybe back in the day, I probably wouldn't have given people that chance. And it, it you know, I think to to owe people the chance to get something off the chest and listen to someone. Listening is a pretty big skill. Um, so you've taught me things things like that and it makes relationships much more smooth. Oh, I feel like I'm listening to a romantic comedy. It's <laughs> 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 like one of the big speeches at the end where they're like, oh, they confess a love to one another but you're confessing your inspiration. <laughs> that's, what like. that's what I'm listening to. <laughs> Oh, that's lovely. Um, I don't. I'm a bit, little bit speechless. I have to say, I, I <laughs> she will start crying. Yeah, probably. My, my dad inspires me as well because I'm quite the same as my dad. I love your dad. He's, what a guy. He's quirky. <laughs> well, quirky. Yeah, one yeah. word for it. Yeah. No, he's lovely. He's got a massive heart of gold, and well, he's and me so good direction. He's like give, both of them. He's given us all good direction in life, and I do share the same interests as him. Yeah, so oh, let's talk about some of those interests that he shared with you. Well, <laughs> recently I've taken up the sport of clay pigeon shooting and it's something that he's probably always wanted one of his sons to do because I do have a brother as well, but we've never really been interested and he's done it all his life. And I've just taken the sport up and I've applied and now got my shotgun certificate, my licence. That took a long time to come, didn't it? That took... <laughs> A long, long time. I'm sorry. Can I just? Can not, I just? Not for any bad reasons. I'm not in trouble with anybody. No. It just takes a long time. Oh, I just need to talk about this this video that I have of you. So, <laughs> is it? Make sure it's clean on this podcast. No, I'm not playing the video. Oh, though. right. Okay. No. So, Aunt, one night, Aunt rarely gets drunk, but this one night. It was a Grand National last year. <laughs> it, it, I'll it, never forget. It, 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 you won't forget because I've got the video to prove it. <laughs> You were out with your friend, yeah, and you got a bit drunk. <laughs> it was only a tiny bit tipsy, a few beers in the we afternoon. Had a, we, had, we had an afternoon. That is the only time I've ever known you go out in the afternoon, like it was, in five years. It was a complete right. one off. I don't drink very much. And then he came, <laughs> he came back, and he was. And I remember he, the mum and aunt were both going to bed, and I put the camera right up in his face, and. <laughs> <laughs> you have to listen to the video, which obviously I can't play, but he was just constantly talking about my shotgun licence. I need my shotgun licence. It, it meant a lot at the time. No, and Liv was saying, what are you going to dream about tonight, aunt? My shotgun licence. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is quite a funny video. Well, and I know that you watch that video when you want to have a little giggle to yourself, oh, don't you? Oh, it's hilarious, yeah. Oh, I'm glad I had to your uh, enjoyment in life. <laughs> you do. <laughs> so that's one of my sports I do. Yeah. Uh, mountain biking, I'm pretty big on mountain biking, although in recent history I've not been doing very much like last year, but I've been all over the country doing that, um, mostly in Scotland. Um, really, really enjoy that and like enduro style downhill uh, mountain biking and a bit of cross country, so some of the lighter trails, but challenge, more challenging the better for me, as long as I don't injure myself, cause that's one thing you've got to try not to do, but we, we enjoy it and I got a, a few mates and we all 
um, drive up to Scotland or go to Wales or wherever the, the place may be. Um, yeah, really, really enjoy that. For my 40th, um, I organised a trip for, um, I think there was 14 of us, uh, and we went to Morzine in France, and we had a week, and we were mountain biking down all the uh, ski slopes. And Is this when you ate all the baguettes? And no, that was last year. Oh. So we're good friends next door, uh, with next door neighbours, <laughs> and um, his circle of friends go to Le Mans every, every year. So I was invited to go to Le Mans, and it was a bucket list thing for me to do. I'd love to have, well, I've been now, but at the time I hadn't been, and, and I really wanted to watch uh, the famous Le Mans 24 Hours. So last year we went, and they <laughs> eat a lot of baguettes, let me tell you. There's, there's, there's not a lot else to eat when you're on race circuits. I remember he came back, he said, if I see another baguette again, honestly, I'm going to flip. So the next day I bought him, I bought him a baguette. Yeah, he probably stayed there for a bit. <laughs> Yeah, and I'll put it in his face, he's like, what are you doing, get it away from me, I don't want to see another baguette. No. <laughs> I just, I actually really love you giggling, you've giggled a lot in this episode, but you're like this with Ant all the time, aren't you? You have a bit yeah, of Yeah, this isn't like, that random for me to laugh all, I'm always laughing. You've always, you know. See, I bring the best out, don't I? Yeah, you do. Yeah, stepdad power. <laughs> stepdad power, that's so funny. So, mountain biking, um... And clay pigeon shooting, yeah. your love of your Land Rover. Well, you've got to love a Land Rover. If you've got one, you've got to love one. I tell you what, when we are going like on a road and there's another Land Rover Did they not wave at you? Everyone no, waves. No, everyone with everyone. a Land Rover waves at Especially each other. Especially mine, that's old. It's really like old. your family and yeah. you just drive past another Land Rover and you're like, hi, how are you? I'm thinking you don't know each other. <laughs> but you've got Land Rover, so you have a common interest. Yeah. Yeah, true. So the dog, Tessa, spring Tessa. spaniel. She sits bolt upright in the in the centre seat and she oh, goes yeah. everywhere with us. She's in our recording studio right now, but she's asleep. <laughs> she's had a busy day. Lots but, of lots of walking. You do lots of walking. Yeah. Um which which is a big hobby. The dancing now. This dancing. is just making me laugh, the fact that when you had your was it your like fitness test at work? <laughs> and you said, <laughs> "Well, let's say that." So every is it every year you've got to do the fitness test for work? Yeah. And what's involved in the fitness test? So you've got to go. You can do shuttle runs, like a bleep test. Uh, I think you've got to go to eight point four, which is forty two percent VO two max, whatever that means. It's just a level of fitness. Um, it's the volume of oxygen. There you go. <laughs> So you're doing all this at PE and, and, and sporting school and yeah. I don't understand. I just know that it's a day of fitness and we've got to attain a level of fitness at the earliest age when you start your career and the same level of fitness when you finish your career. So the the longer you go on, I suppose the tougher it gets. But It gets tougher for you when you don't train for it. I know, I know, I know. I need to do a little bit more. I'm capable, but I'm just a bit lazy or a bit busy sometimes. No, but that that was the thing, because you said... Uh, the, was it the person who was doing, like, your medical or something? And she said, how many times do you exercise? And you ah, said, I oh, yeah, right I exercise, line. like, for an hour every day. And I heard it, and I thought, what? <laughs> what planet are you living on? Yeah, well, she soon sussed me out, and... Yeah, she, knew, she knew from your stats that it she, wasn't an hour every day. You were exercising, you are fit. She knew from a lung function that I had done what I said. <laughs> I was absolutely and utterly banged to rights. <laughs> but I still passed everything fine colours, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I just uh, told a white lie. If I'd have kept quiet and not said anything, I'd have been okay. 
Yeah. yeah. But you just decided to... I got told off for showing off, so... <laughs> yeah, but you've just done a day. I mean, today... Three days. Three days, actually. We've done three days of logging, haven't Here you? Here we go. This is his busy days. Which this is what you want to land really tired. for. Really yeah. tired. The odd jobs and bits and pieces. You've been logging today, so you've been yeah. chopping up logs for our winter store for next year, and you've got enough logs for the whole of next winter, haven't you? I think I've cut, in the last three days, just over four tonne of logs in weight. So lots and lots and lots and lots. <laughs> We're very lucky he keeps us warm. Got to keep your girls warm. <laughs> yeah, well, Tessa keeps me warm because she is a hot blanket. She is. She's very fluffy tonight, uh, today. Oh, very baby fluffy. girl. She's got a winter coat and uh, sooner or later, I think it's all going to be on the carpet. We need to keep brushing her. I mean, it was sad when I found out that I actually am allergic to dogs. <laughs> That was really sad, but I was never going to get rid of her, was I? She loves me. I'm her favourite one out of the three of us. She loves me the more. She does give you a good welcome. <laughs> and she's brought you a lot of joy, hasn't she? Anyway, speaking oh. of logs and wood burners, um, oh Grandma Ruth likes a wood burner, doesn't she? <laughs> and this is, this is a shout out to Grandma Ruth because I know she oh, likes honestly. a shout out on a podcast. Ruth. Ruth Morsley gets a shout out on every single podcast, and because she listens to it at six a.m. every Monday morning, oh, she she must absolutely loved it. <laughs> she absolutely loves getting a shout out because she thinks. The what about Grandpa? Shout out to Eric as well. Shout out to Grandpa. To be honest, when we first started this podcast, we only thought it would be those two that would listen. <laughs> But we've had yeah, because we've had, Grandpa's retired and he does nothing else to listen to. But we've had nearly four hundred listeners. We've been really privileged, and people sending me voice notes and pictures of children on their own school run on their scooters and telling us about the conversations they have on their school run. People flabbergasted that our school run is so long. You yeah, know, it's, it's just a bit normal to me now. Well, it's a bus journey and it's a car journey, isn't it? Every morning and, and, and every single night. Yeah, I just listen to a lot of music. Music's good. I have lots of playlists to listen to good good music. Good music and, and podcasts for your learning as well. No, I don't really listen to podcasts anymore. <laughs> Do you not? And is that bad to say now that we're actually doing a podcast? Is I don't really listen to podcasts. Not anymore. No, I mean, I do. I just prefer music. Yeah, so you're you shimmying between music and listening to a podcast. It's yeah, all new to me. I'm, not, I'm, I'm quite, yeah. like, analogue. I'm not a digital person. I do like an app, though. I'm quite... If, a, if an app makes your life better, I'm a, a big fan <laughs> of apps. Well, we know the app he absolutely loves. What's my favourite app, Liv? Say that, it. That one. Oh! <laughs> His solar panel app. His solar panel app where he tracks the electricity usage and the amount we're pulling off the the sun. And So basically you can tell if mum's had a cup of tea, there's a massive spike. <laughs> you did actually on, ring me on one the day thing, work. Yeah, on the thing, if, you know, lots of electricity is used, there's a big spike on the thing. So Aunt Rung Mum one day said, Jane, if you had a cup of tea, there's a spike on my solar panel app. <laughs> Hey, it's a useful app, is that? It's good. I yeah. mean, even when we were on holiday and we weren't even at home, I remember we were sat next to each other on the big like sofa thing in the shade, and I looked over just to see what he was doing, and he was on his energy app, and I'm thinking, you're on holiday. Like. I'd only just bought, we'd only just bought it. Yeah, come but on. come on, you were on it like every day. 
for like a long it, time. Okay. Just tracking the sun. He finds it really, really interesting. I do. So let's just talk about the um, being a step family then. I mean, I don't really think about it, do you? It's just... No. It's just normal. But for some people, there might be massive challenges in their family unit with a having a stepdad or a stepchild. I don't know whether we really have any issues you get on really well with Liv's dad don't you he comes, yeah 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 he comes in he chats that's just away. my dad's legend yeah. he'll like that shout out if he's listening yeah no he's a good man yeah no I'll get on really well and I'm not I'm not a spiky character I'm pretty chilled out I'm, re- I'm relaxed I'm up for a bit of fun and whatever so that's that's it smooths all situations out doesn't it yeah yeah it really does yeah, I just think when if like I meet a new person like, I feel like the f- my family's the last thing I tell them about just because it's very complicated. <laughs> they say, oh, so... Because then, you know, they just think, like, if you've got a stepdad, then, you know, I don't know. Then, or if you've got a stepmom or a stepdad, then your actual real dad or your real mum is, like, a bad person. Why but, do you think that? I don't understand that, that way of thinking. I, I, I don't know. I just... I don't know. Well, I'm not a boring stepdad. All the Are things, you all the things we get up to, and I do, and you do, and we all do together. You know, life's yeah. good. It's great. Yeah, I just think when people hear like stepdad or something, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> That's not very helpful to people listening, but no, it's not because I was just thinking that, you know. You, you said that you didn't explain to people that you that you had a stepdad or a step family. It's no, not no, I do. I just would say like. I mean, I don't know. If when if people ask me, which is another story, like how many like siblings do you have, then that's a hard question for me to answer. Um. So I kind of just say, yeah, I live with my stepdad and I see my dad and that, I cut it off there. Right, so you don't go any further than that? No. I mean, when I meet someone new, I mean, it, it doesn't make any difference to them, you know, as long as I'm living my life and I'm happy. Then I'm not, I'm not really bothered what anyone else thinks. Does that sound really bad? No, I, I, I just don't like... I think if it's got, if it's nothing, if it's not going to affect them in any way, then, you know, yeah. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, so I suppose we'll we'll finish then as we come to the to the end of our little chat today on what family life is like for us. Um, on, I mean, we don't have any arguments, do we? We don't fall out necessarily. No. What's the point in falling falling out? That doesn't, that doesn't solve very much, does We're it? all very silent. Hey? We're no, all very no, silent. We don't, we we don't. don't fall out. No. We get on Most really well. Most two don't fall out, except probably sometimes when I shout aunt five times, aunt, please you make me a dessert, aunt, please you get me a drink, aunt. And then he's like, we've just let me sit down. And I'm like, that's all right. And then sometimes I'll just call him one more time and I'll be like, I'm joking, I don't actually need you for anything. <laughs> I'm living with very strong ladies. Yeah, you are living with... Very strong, very independent. You are living with Including, Including Tessa. Yeah, she is as Tessa. well. Tessa! I think we've touched on your memory from the school run and the songs that you remember and, you you know, BBC Radio 1, etc. But what piece of information would you... If you could go back and tell your younger self, what would that What would that be? What would be in the top of your, off the top of your head? 
Um, difficult question that. Um, probably to relax a bit more in my younger years. I was a little bit, I would say, on edge on certain like situations, just to keep calm, reflect on what's going on, and then just don't react too quickly. And, yeah. would, and would you recommend someone going into the fire service? Have you enjoyed it? Have you enjoyed your career so far? Yeah, it's been really wonderful. It's, it's a superb career and you do get to see um, many things that most people don't get to see and you do things that most people don't get to do. It's a really unique um, career um, and I do lots of, I suppose, challenging work, dangerous work. Um, it's, uh, what's the word? Um, it's very, um, I can't think what to say, what the word might be. It's fulfilling. It's very, very fulfilling. That's, that's, that's what I was thinking of. So to help people, um, is a wonderful thing and it's, it's what I've done and it's all as I know now, really. Yeah. And you're really good at the practical side and the, I know you hate the computers and you... Oh, keep me out of an office. I'm not an office person. <laughs> He's definitely <laughs> not an office person. Oh, and I said that with conviction straight away. Um, I'm certainly but driving the vehicles, the job, dynamically risk assessing, all that stuff, and calm under pressure and yeah. knowledgeable, you've got all of that. Yeah, mechanical skills, yeah, decisiveness, analytical thinking. I'm not an analytical person, but put me under pressure, and I default to that as a personality, I would definitely Very say. Very detailed. Extremely detailed. Under pressure. Under pressure, yeah. and I do not falter with that. So I'm really the right person to um, move trucks, machinery, um, perform tasks, drill, get at the sharp end of a job. You know, that's that's where my skills lie. I'm not really uh, an essay writer. Uh, I'm not an academic, uh, and I know that. But my skills are. But you don't need to be. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not academia, is it? But you've got a high level of intelligence. Yeah. And emotional yeah. intelligence as well. Emotional intelligence, that's pretty good to have, I suppose. Yeah, yeah I'm happy with that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I always thought that when you were, like, the typical day in the life of a fireman, before I met you, yeah. I thought the they just... typical day in the life of a fireman. Yeah, I just thought that they maybe went down poles, drove the fire engine, and sat around the brew table having lots of brews and cakes. Now, you do have lots of brews and cakes... But that's not the day at all. You are no. drilling, like drilling, being practising yeah. every single day, different skill sets, aren't you? Well, my my role um, differs from most others with the urban search and rescue factor, and I'm a rescue station as well. So we go to rescue of persons at height, etc. Um, and we go to um, large animal rescue jobs, and we assist on those. So there's that much training involved just to keep my uh, skill base functioning correctly, that our station does um, more drilling and we go to more incidents. So it's like action stations at our place. It's great, you know. It's what, what I joined for, to, to do things like that and to keep out of an office. Yeah. My, my time, or our time, is better spent serving the public and training to serve the public and mm. doing it as best as we can rather than sitting in front of a computer for, for stats yeah, and I think that's uh, that's the way that I'm looking at it. And I think going up, you know, sometimes you're with me. So we've been drilling today, and you you practice these scenarios on the training ground. I had no idea that all that went on, and then the bell might go off or the 
whatever you, the alarm or whatever and you have to jump and go to a job it, it's like halfway through training yeah, yeah you it's, stop. it's, it's yeah. constant isn't it well you never know do you it's very very varied random yeah we do get a lot of our jobs at the moment um always seem to come between like before tea time rush hour very very busy time for us um school holidays is also extremely busy um weather patterns change the dynamics of what job we actually do so if it's icy and the um sun is quite low in the sky in winter time um we go to maybe rtcs road traffic collisions see that's what i think is really interesting because when i talk to my friends and i say oh my stepdad's a fireman right they all just think like you just put out fires like they just think no no you know <laughs> that you just spray a hose onto a fire and i say no that's like minimum he, he like doesn't do that a lot he does like loads more stuff i go to that. explosions where gas explosions in properties um i go to major fires major rtcs uh rescues of persons at height we rescued someone off the fourth biggest chimney in the world was it 300 300 foot up it was pretty epic wow. um we do amazing crazy things and and that's just with the urban search and rescue Role uh, bolted onto the, the the fire brigade role. Yeah, it's incredible. I, f- I find it absolutely fascinating. Um, it's been a great episode. I hope that you've enjoyed Ant infiltrating our little chat. It was just going to be me and Liv talking about our school run and maybe the not so. Um, yeah, and he said to us, I really, really, really want to be on your podcast. <laughs> no, he didn't say that. He didn't. He didn't. We asked him and we he said, him, yeah, all right, then. Will you give a, a spin on what it's like to be part of the yeah. step thanks, family with thanks us Thanks for having me. It's been wonderful to share a bit of information about my life. But I've got one thing to, to say at the end. I've always okay. wanted to say this over on like a podcast or a radio. I'm really scared what's going to I'm really scared right now. No, it's a simple <laughs> sentence. And it's just this. If you have been, thanks for listening. Oh, oh that's something very different. <laughs> that is so good. And I'd like to say thank you. Thank you for listening. This is going to be our fourth episode that goes out. If you've been listening and you love it, please can you click the follow button on the podcast channel that you're listening on because that just helps us so much um, to spread the word and build our community. And if you really have enjoyed it and we've given you a little bit of a nugget or flavour, it might help someone that you know. Um, then please recommend us to, to one of your friends to have a listen to. And if you want to follow Ant on any social media, you can't because he doesn't know how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not on Instagram or anything, but um, but he, he's our... I had to say that. It he, was in my head for an hour. <laughs> Do you know, I'm not bothered. <laughs> um, we have a great time. We've got a fabulous family. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week.